like you were. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. First of all, here on Alex Garrett Podcasting, breaking news, David Ortiz is going to be a Hall of Famer. The Yankee Killer is going to be a Hall of Famer. Congrats to David Ortiz. Um, I'll tell you about a story in that a little bit. But why am I playing Neil Young? Because if you're in the podcasting sphere, if you love Spotify, you're going to notice these things like, I don't know, Neil Young saying he wants off Spotify if Joe Rogan stays on there. So Neil Young, not so much an old man right now, taking on the young buck, Joe Rogan. And here, here's the interesting thing. Howard Stern's weighed in and said he does not want to see Rogan censored. Joe Rogan is required listening for some. Joe Rogan, and I don't ascribe to everything he says, but I find it fascinating. He's made millions of dollars on Spotify. He has an exclusive deal with Spotify. Yet, Neil Young says if he's going to be on there, he wants out. This controversy's bubbled up a little bit because Joe Rogan made... Joe Rogan, according to the singer is spreading fake information about vaccines, actually saying Spotify is spreading the fake information by allowing Joe Rogan, potentially causing death. So he wants his music off of Spotify because Joe Rogan is exclusively streamed by them. So here's the funny thing. Coming into this, I want to talk about Required listening. What makes a podcast required listening? I think it's the guests you have. I think it's the way you deliver the message across on the podcast. And I sure damn hope that uh, I deliver a message that's understandable, not rambling, not all over the place, but centered. That is my hope each and every day I come on Alex Garrett Podcasting for you guys. Is that this could be one day considered required listening. And maybe it is to you. I don't know. But this also goes into something that I was reading today by Mark Twain. Mark Twain said this line in the Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's court. Connecticut Yankee, uh, he said, wove a spell. That's the term when referencing the stranger, the curious stranger, he writes, in Warwick Castle. As he talked along, softly, pleasantly, flowingly, he seemed to drift away imperceptibly out of era an old forgotten country. And so he gradually wove a spell about me that I seemed to move among the specters and shadows and dust and mold of a great antique holding speech with a relic of it. 
podcasters or anybody with audio and an audio, when they want to hit the microphone, obviously believe they can wove a spell, as one Mark Twain writes. And I hope that I do that. In some way or another, I look to always wove a spell, come with a message, bring you into a realm that's not really talked about. Do things that should be trending but aren't. Talk about people and things that should be trending but aren't. That, I believe, helps make required listening because you might not have heard anything like it anywhere else. In any kind of form. TV, podcasting, wherever. Joe Rogan has wove a spell. Whatever you want to think about his listenership, I don't know. That's for you to judge. But he packed out Madison Square Garden in October with his stand-up comedian. He has an exclusive deal with Spotify. He has woven words in such a way and guests' questions in such a way that's appealing enough to become required listening and information for some. Not all, but plenty of people. And so, not to strive to be Joe Rogan. I, I don't ascribe, as I said earlier, to a lot of those. But how does he do it? How does he get you to listen to him? Well, I think he's got the most, some of the most outlandish ideas that could make sense. But I think the guest quality, the quality of his interviews is what lures people in. I think the people that come on and contribute to anything, a radio show, a podcast, those are the people you should be tuning into. Not so much the host. But time to time, doing monologues is fun. I'm not going to lie. And it's important. And it releases the load off my cranial. See, there's a lot of buildup up there of what I want to talk about. Then I finally get a moment and it's like, boom! A verbal writing of all the thoughts that I want to come to you with to talk about. And this Rogan situation is perfect timing because the last few days I've been wanting to talk about what makes a podcast required listening. What do you think makes required listening <coughs> for a podcast? Alex at alexgnyc.com. Alex at alexgnyc.com. And oh, by the way, you can text me, you know, at text me. You can literally text me at 206-426-9884. 206-426-9884. Text me there with what you think is required listening. And if you've downloaded the show, tell me why. What do you like? What do you don't like? What don't you like about Alex Kara podcasting? I'm open to suggestions and ideas and thoughts because at the end of the day, I think when you have this 
medium, you want to be on the top of someone's brain to click the link when it's posted. You want to wove a spell, as Mark Twain writes. And there are thousands of podcasts out there trying to reel you in, trying to get you to subscribe, trying to get you hooked. Subscribe here if you want. Download the show if you want. But just let me know. Why'd you subscribe? Why'd you download? Why did you come back? Or why didn't you come back? What could make this podcast more compelling, spellbinding, if you will? What could do it? What's the magic that this podcast is missing? I want to know. Does it wove a spell for you to come back over and over again? Are there certain episodes that you feel connected to? That's the other thing. Are you relating to the content? That's what I also think makes a show spellbinding. Because if you can relate, if you're on the ground, if you can understand where the host is coming from and feel that relativity, that should make it required listening. Relativity, relevance, being relatable, being amongst the masses, not talking down to them, but informing them. Telling them things that should be trending, but quite frankly aren't. And that's what we try to do each and every night on Alex Garrett Podcasting. When the new episode's out, through guests, through, sure, my few minute bits. And most importantly, through a lens of, hey, I don't know if you heard this today, but you should. I don't know if you heard this today. But you've got to hear this. This is what's going to be coming down the future. Coming down the pike. And you better be prepared. Is it informative, informative enough to be helping you prepare for it? Is it informational to the point where it's entertaining? But yes, I really utilized this episode. If you can utilize an episode and learn from it, I would say that makes a required listening. But I could be wrong. But eight years later, 700 episodes of the original podcast, Keeping It Real with Alex Garrett later, I'm fired up to make it a required listening. One way or another. Because I believe we have to. Uh, understand that while there's required reading required listening is an on the go feature and an art that shouldn't be lost on us I'm Alex Garrett Neil Young will he be off Spotify we'll see he wants to be off if Joe Rogan stays on and with the contract with Joe Rogan the Subscribers, the millions listen to, the millions he brings in. I don't think Joe Rogan's going anywhere. And maybe that's for the better for freedom of speech and required listening. Have a great night.